genre. of the rings minute the daily podcast where we analyze the movie the two towers one minute at a time i'm cassandra frederickson i'm norman mitchell and today we'll be talking about minute 72 which starts with treebeard saying eat earth dig deep drink cool water go to sleep and ends with him saying we lost the entwives yep how'd you lose them treebeard that's next time how did you lose That's them? next time. That's next time. That's next time. More Tom Bombadil words. More Tom Bombadil words. Yep. Straight out of the book. Eat earth. Dig deep. What Go. else do trees do? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. It, it is remarkably easy for them to escape. Yes. The tree. The tree just lets them go. It's just like, fine, Dad. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> Wait, okay, but trees and ants are not related. Right. They're different. Yes. So, well, are they like like second cousins twice removed or whatever? However that works. You keep explaining that to me and I still don't understand how those work. But, like, are they related on like some base level or are they just like completely separate? Like are they I mean, in the they're same... as different as the giant eagles and an owl. Are they in the same like genus? Are they I know they're not the same species. Are they like in the same family? I mean, I would assume so. The trees of Well, I mean, I there's also there's ants and then I can't remember what they're called for like the living trees and then there's trees. Okay. So there's like there's steps down. There's like, there's ants, and then there's sentient trees, and then there's normal trees. Are all trees magic, though? I don't think so. Not all the trees can move like this. Just the old ones? Just the old trees. Just a certain kind of tree. So, like, the trees in Rivendell. But, like, okay, Legolas was talking about how the elves started waking up the trees. You would think that in populated areas where elves live, still, they would have woken the trees up some of them yeah so like Lothlorien and and Rivendell and yeah there's some woke trees oh my god wop wop you were just waiting for that joke weren't you just a little yeah you were just like waiting till I was done speaking I could tell (laughs) yeah you're not even listening to me you're just waiting to talk but <laughs> oh my god but you know what i mean like if if the elves are still living in these areas which they are like wouldn't they wake up the trees for shits and giggles i mean maybe they or got bored has, of doing that has the magic has their elven magic dissipated over generations so like they can't do that anymore like, only, like, the real old elves, like... 
our, our viewers, our, our listeners can't see our this. Viewers. Our viewers, our listeners can't see this, but I just have my arms in the air like, I don't know. Hi, FBI agent looking at our webcam. Uh, our viewers. What is this, YouTube? No, I hope not. <laughs> I don't have an interest in doing a YouTube show. I'm not, um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not into that. But. More power to you if you podcast and yeah. also on YouTube. But I couldn't do this in my pajamas on is, YouTube. Right. Yeah, I know. We'd have to get like a good camera and like an actual space instead of just like in our crappy apartment. <laughs> like lighting and <laughs> and stuff behind us, you know, something to keep it interesting. Ugh. Too much work. Like a big logo on a board that sits behind it. You know, the whole deal. You oh know. my gosh. It's too much work. I just want to be able to, to podcast in my jammies. <laughs> That is the essence of podcasting to me, just showing up and chatting with your friends and your PJs. Right? You can't you can't see me. I could be in full cosplay sitting here doing this. Who cares? He was, in fact, not in full cosplay. Never. But the possibility listeners. is there. I guess it depends on who you're cosplaying. Myself. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I think it looks really funny the way the tree beard picks them up. He just kind of like picks them up in their chest and their little feeties are dangling. <laughs> their little feeties. They're like cats. Just boop. I love cats, you guys. Come with me. It's not safe. And he just picks them up and their, their feet are just dangling. <laughs> and then there's this shot where it comes out from behind a tree and it's looking at tree beard with the two of them on his shoulders mm-hmm. walking through the woods. And it almost looks like a puppet. Yeah, before they get the close-up. It looks like, like a Studio Leica shot. It's so weird. To, it just looks weird to me. Mm. Like, compared to all these other shots. And even compared to, like, the way that Treebeard walks into this frame at the very end of, of Last Minute. It looks like a totally different effect. <laughs> like a totally different thing. It's like an action figure walking around in a mini set. That's like, kind of cool, though. Yeah, but it just looks totally different than he just did. Yeah. Eh, 15-year-old movie. Yeah. Some effect shots are not going to look as good as others. Especially in extended scenes that they wound up not using. Like, maybe right. some of the stuff wasn't finished in quite the same way. Right. Like, I was thinking about that because you made the point about the, the sound effects, and they probably were going to, but they just decided to not because it ultimately didn't end up in the movie anyway right because they were doing sound effect and visual effect stuff like right up until like a couple weeks before premieres for some of this stuff that would stress me out so bad they were still polishing stuff like down to the absolute last minute oh man that would be so stressful i imagine it would be yeah i just wanted to point out that like treebeard looks so different in that moment before the close-up and then Richard Taylor provides us with a wonderful little piece of, of information about Treebeard's beard. Okay. Uh, it represents something that actually grows on the tree that he's based on. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the one of the producers was out walking around in, in the New Zealand forest, just taking a day and maybe scoping out sets or whatever. And he found the discarded shell. I think he, uh, he says it's a, a cowrie. It's a giant snail that lives in New Zealand. Mm. And they're nearly, they're like nearly extinct. So they're pretty rare to find a shell yeah. that's been discarded. And he brought the shell with him to the studio. He kept it 
and they worked it into Treebeard's beard. Isn't that illegal? Like, were probably they on, like, not a national park or something. Like, it, it's the remnants of like an ex- uh, like a endangered animal. I don't know what the laws are like there. Okay. I don't know if it was on protected land. We just happened to find it in a public park somewhere. Yeah, that seems suspect to me. I mean, it's a cool story, but like, how? I mean, what, what, what? I mean, I guess my thing is, sure, this is a really rare animal, but if it's an actually discarded shell, like, what's the harm in moving it? Yeah, but what if it came back for it? Is it like a hermit that, crab? No, it's like a, it's a snail. Oh. But are they like hermit crabs? What happens with their their shells? Snails snails make their shells. Oh. That's cool. I didn't know that. I've never watched a nature documentary about snails, so I don't like, know. Most snails make their that. shells or like um so like, like conch, conch shells, right? Yeah. Are made shells. That creature makes that shell around itself. Yeah. And then when the creature dies, that's when a, a hermit crab or another crab animal or crab hermit crab like animal takes it to use as a home. Okay. But like that shell is initially made by the creature. So it's a giant land snail. Yeah, it's a big land snail. That's really scary. Uh, I mean, little snails are, you know, whatever. They're slimy, but they're harmless. So what happens when it discards its, its shell? Does that mean it's dead? Or does it go like a slug for a little while until it... I don't know all that much about the life cycle of snails. <laughs> but I do know that they make their shells. And event- I think eventually they have to discard them to grow a new bigger shell. Okay. But I'm not, you know, I'm no, I'm no snail expert. You know that, okay, you know that old I'm not school- a snailologist. That's not what it is. I don't know what they're called. Well, snails are invertebrates, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, my my, my they don't have spines. My thing was, you know that that really old Doctor Doolittle movie where they're in the snail, like they're in the big snail shell. No. What you've never seen like the original Doctor Doolittle? No, I don't think so. What? I think I've only seen the Eddie Murphy. One. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my god. Anyway, so they're riding like this giant snail, and I think they're inside the shell at one point. But I was going to be like, so imagine that giant freaking snail going as a slug for a little while. <laughs> it's huge. It's like as big as a house. You've never seen that movie? No. It's from like the 50s. I feel like I would remember this. Are you kidding me? That was like an integral part of my childhood. I remember like the Incredible Mr. Limpet movie. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's like Don Knotts can turn into a fish. Oh. It's like all that's the stuff. That's not Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Like those are like that's that's a weird obscure movie from like I think it's a Disney movie even where like all the stuff on land is live action and all the stuff underwater is animated. Oh, but I've cool. never seen that that Doctor Doolittle movie, are the you original one. Freaking kidding me! Oh my god! I know that there's like a Doctor Doolittle movie coming out that's gonna have the Rock in it. It's a 1967 musical. Yep, never seen that. What? It's crazy sauce. But yeah, they're in like a giant snail weird why is there a giant snail the size of a house because i don't know because it's a musical (laughs) need excuses for our set pieces i guess i haven't thought about that movie in a really long time but talking about snails uh i guess did the trick um now i'm genuinely curious about what happens to snails 
I, like I, the secret life of snails. I think they do like go slug for a little while. <laughs> they get a little sluggy. Oh my gosh. They get a little sluggish. Hey. No. <laughs> they go streaking and then they put on some new clothes. <laughs> you know, because they're slime leaf streaks everywhere, you know. Whatever. Oh my god. They're slime trails. Yeah. I got nothing. Oh my god, we're so off the rails. I do have, <laughs> I do have, I do have something from the director comedy, commentary to share. Okay. Peter Jackson. It's not snails. Peter Jackson says in the commentary <laughs> for this minute, talking about uh, Treebeard and like scenes that were cut and the extended editions in general. Uh, P- Peter Jackson says that he was really happy to be able to put stuff back on the DVDs because he feels it tells a more complete and detailed account of the trilogy as it was supposed to be and not constrained by the needs of like international audiences and theatrical release, but which is contradictory with things he said in other interviews. Yeah. 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 So is this like, is he just like being like a, a kiss ass? on the commentary for his extended cut or was he lying in those interviews which is it peter <laughs> right because like in interviews that um he said that the truest the truest vision is the is the theatrical theatrical yeah but like the mere existence of the extended editions kind of discredits that, that. Yeah. yeah the mere existence of director's cuts or extended cuts of things. Well, not even, like, I don't even care about, well, I do care about other directors, but, like, we're talking about this director. So, like, if his if his directorial um, thing is that his, the truest thing, form of a movie is what you see in the theater, why? Then why would you bother making an extended yeah, why edition? why do these, like, encyclopedic <laughs> extended cuts exist of this movie? Right. Someone's not being true to themselves somewhere along the way. Peter. <laughs> Which is it, Peter? Which is it, PJ? <laughs> Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Miss. No, that's my father. <laughs> Actually, that's my dad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I don't. That was a pretty good Kiwi accent. <laughs> I'm getting better at that. The more I listen to it. It was a little soft. If I don't do it softly, it just comes off like badly Australian. That was, that was more like, that was more Taika Waititi than Peter Jackson. Yeah. But. <laughs> if, I, if I don't, if I don't go soft with the with the Kiwi impression, it sounds like bad Australian and we don't want to go there. No, we never want to go there. I've heard your bad Australian accent. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. It's purely from Foster's commercials. <laughs> Like Outback Steakhouse. And like Crocodile Dundee, you know. Oh my god. Just imitating Paul Hogan. <laughs> you know we have Australian listeners, right? Yeah. That I know like personally. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize for his existence. <laughs> I really want a snail scientist to like tell me about snails now. <laughs> Snailologist. I want. I you know what I want. I want a David Attenborough um, narrated. Bernard Hill has narrated nature documentaries. Yeah, Bernard, yeah, Bernard Hill can one. tell us about snails. 
we watched it quite a few, I think. I was like, why does that sound familiar? And I was just like, oh. Because it's Thandon. That's why. <laughs> Imagine that. But yeah, no. The King I of Rohan telling me about birds and shit. My... <laughs> I think that was the Europe one. I don't remember. I watch a lot of nature documentaries. <laughs> They're very soothing. But my go-to nature documentary voice is um, David Attenborough. And rightfully so. Mm. But yeah, no, I just want like an hour-long special talking to me about snails. It's out there. It's I've, gotta be. I've never been interested in snails before, but now I am. Consider my interest peaked. Got to take your snails 101 course. Yeah. Not slugs, though. Not slugs. No, forget them. <laughs> Don't need none of those dirty slugs. We're about snails. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe you've never seen that Dr. Doolittle I movie. haven't. I haven't. That feels like it would be your thing. Like... I don't know. Davy Norman. <laughs> Watching some musicals about stuff. <laughs> Outdated family musicals 20 years older than myself. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm into that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have anything no, else. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I got nothing. Mostly just like... Well, we're talking about the end wives tomorrow. Yeah. But... Because that's when the meat of that conversation is. Yep. But, yeah, snails. That's cool. Yeah, I thought so. Giant frickin' land snails. Giant land snails. Uh, when they say giant, I'm not sure how big. I would say probably, like, the size of a fist or or greater. But it has to be bigger because they in, in, incorporated the shell in his beard. Unless his entire, his entire beard is in a shell. No. So is, is it just like chilling? Yeah, it's just chilling in there somewhere. Oh, gross! Like a dwarven like beard, beard bead. Yeah. Something? No. Huh. Like a like a braid and like a Viking or a yeah. like a Celtic dude's beard. Yeah. Well, some of the beards, some of the beards, <laughs> some of the dwarves have um, decorative stuff in their beard. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the Hobbit. Yeah. A, a few of them do. Yeah. Have like the big wooden like beads. The, the status thing. That almost look like, um, some of them almost look like those like stereotypical. Like, like bangles? Like, yeah, like bangles. There we go. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, like bangles. But someone just decided to just be like, hey, let's just put this on your face. Let's just put this on your face wig. Yeah. Like, you know, like a balsa wood bangle that like a surfer dude would wear. Yeah. Just like stick this in your beard. <laughs> Watch them be all, like, 100% handcrafted by Weta and stuff. Oh, I'm sure they were. <laughs> it's not like some dollar store, like. Hey, this looks cool. <laughs> anyway. Um, we're, <laughs> we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Check us out there, as well as some of the other podcasts. Um, check out Immunities, which our guest from last week, uh, well, Bob, Bob is, writes that show. And they're in the middle of season two. Um, we also got Doctor's Companion, which I co-host. Um, Protagonist Podcast, which both Norman and I have been on before. Um, 
Countdown to Infinity is still going strong, though, yeah, for only a couple more weeks. Yeah, I think they just did Civil War. Because we're getting closer to Avengers time. Um, And, of course, Geek by Night. So check those out, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about the Entwives. Bye. Or lack thereof. Or snails. Snails! Maybe I'll discover things about snails. (laughs) Bye. Bye.